Good afternoon and welcome. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Glad to uh, have a beautiful day. It's fall time. It's kind of a weird fall. It's a little dry, but uh, I'm not complaining. I was looking at the weather report and it's like we have a whole nother week of this beautiful weather. So I'm just really excited about that. We want to say hello to Eric, our producer. How are you doing, Eric? Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I, I'm doing okay. It's been a little bit crazy today uh, with uh, on-air technical glitches, but, oh, good. you know, <laughs> walking right into that, aren't I? <laughs> Doing okay. <laughs> Hopefully, this is the dawning of it, everything going smoothly for the rest of the day. That's right. Good mojo. Mm-hmm. Good mojo going on today. <laughs> yeah, I um, uh, ran in real last minute here. So uh, I myself might take just a moment to breathe. Everybody breathe with me. Ah, here we are. Smell the, the not the flowers, not many flowers out there smell right the now. But smell the pop filter in this case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but certainly the leaves are turning and uh, it's it's my favorite time of year. Is this one of your favorite times or are you a spring or summer guy? I love the fall. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Everybody seems so happy. I, I think they're still riding that summer high, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, probably. We'll, we'll see when uh, the rain starts coming down again if people maintain that happiness, and I hope they do because I think yeah. that happiness has got to come from inside, not what's happening in the weather. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> Good job, Eric. <laughs> I was out in the garden today, which I haven't done in a long time. I actually went out there and pulled some weeds and stuff, and um, I'm seeing buds on my rhododendrons, which isn't a really great sign mm. because they'll we'll lose them in the winter time, but. You know, nature keeps going, doesn't care. (laughs) It's going to keep popping away. So uh, we want to welcome everybody to the show today. We want to thank Pearson Law Firm, where you can expect expert representation and a kind, compassionate attitude. That is the Pearson promise. And I'm really excited. Uh, We're going to be talking with our guest here in just a couple of minutes. But our our theme for the show today is all about women. And... um, there's lots of things that we can talk about because there's kind of a lot of us. And a perfect follow-up to last week's show with Michelle Pearson, where we talked about mom. We talked about mothers. It was in tribute uh, to her mother who passed away. And it really, it ended up being a tribute to all mothers everywhere. So yeah, that was great. Wonderful. So, yeah, Follow-up with the ladies' show. Follow-up with the ladies' show. Well, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to bring up is, um, I don't know how many of you have seen the uh, news anchor in the Wisconsin marketplace who took an opportunity to talk about uh, an email that she had received from a fan, actually not a fan, someone who is very critical of her weight and suggested that uh, someone who is overweight uh, and or obese might want to question whether they're appropriate role models to girls out there. And, of course, this uh, a woman took it. Um, she's an award-winning journalist mm-hmm. in a very good market, has tons of fans. And she really took it as an opportunity not just to, you know, bully back the bully, as some have claimed, but more to say um, you don't you can't judge somebody and their ability to be a role model sure. based on appearance. And this is Wisconsin. This is Wisconsin of all places. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. They're very into cheese there. So <laughs> I would think that the average viewer, this would be, you know, terribly representative uh, of them. So, I, you know, I think that's just fine. Why 
why give the woman a hard time? That just makes no sense. Well, and, and it was funny because but there's she always said, cranks out there. She, yes, and, yeah. and that's what she said. They should, there, there's always going to be somebody who's going to say you didn't wear the right blazer today. Right. Your hair doesn't look good. I'm sure I, I would love to get fan mail, even if it wasn't good fan mail. To say, hey, you know, why don't you do something a little different? That means that people are listening, so that's a good thing. Sure. Um, so, not that I'm asking for people to send me hate mail. Please don't. <laughs> I do have a fragile ego, but. Um, no, not really. But any any time I think that you're in the public spotlight, you expect a little bit of that. And I don't think from her perspective, it was much about being called out on her weight, as juvenile that is. Right. Um, but I think the, the message about being a role model and, mm. and that there's this judgment that you don't deserve the right or you are less than um, because of your weight. It yeah. just is ugly. And I, I'm, it made me really kind of sad. Um, but at the same moment, um, the outcry of support for her was just really wonderful. And mm. I watched it this morning. She was on the Today Show. And I watched it this morning with my daughter. And the first words out of my daughter's mouth were, she's pretty. And I thought that that was really kind of cool. And it was it probably had more to do with her personality and who she was than how she looked. And um, my daughter looked at me and she says, oh, I think all moms are pretty. <laughs> and so um, and I know that that was authentic for her. She wasn't just saying that to make me right. feel good. But as someone who's not a skinny mini myself, I can certainly um, identify with how it must have felt to have someone tell you, you know, someone told me that you're not an appropriate role model or you shouldn't be on the radio or you shouldn't ever come out of your house um, because of your appearance, how could you be a good role model? And oh, it's it, just, it is crazy and it's sad, but you know that people think that way, uh, whether they say it out loud or not. And it, it is really kind of unfortunate. So I just wanted to um, say kudos to my, my sister in the Midwest for you um, and that we're, we're rooting for you. And I just wanted to say that publicly, that you have to be careful about how you are perceiving. And I think that this person who wrote the email, if you really read it, it wasn't really intent as a you are is, is really slamming her. Mm -hmm. It was kind of more along the lines on, you know, if you're going to be in front of people and all that, shouldn't you think about giving a good um, opportunity to get healthy and show girls how to be the appropriate weight? And I'm sure it was well-meaning, but I think that there's a lot of folks that are well-meaning out there which don't realize that they're doing the exact opposite. So be careful. Be careful about what you say, about who you hurt. Um, the other thing, and this is kind of off non-woman um, topic, but you know what? It's my radio show, and I've got the bully puppet pulpit, so I'm going to talk about it. Facebook. We love Facebook. But, oh, my gosh, the political season in Facebook has been a match made in hell. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. And I just wanted to remind folks that when you share or you like something that somebody has posted, everybody sees it. And even if you just like something, everybody sees it. And this goes on both sides. There are some incredibly ugly, racist, hateful, dirty, nasty things that I'm seeing coming out of people that I thought were my friends, coming out of people that I thought... It would never say these kinds of things to my face. They just don't seem like that kind of person. Right. But I don't think that people realize that when you think that something's funny and you like it, that everybody's seeing that. Well, you can change your settings so that uh, you don't have to see what everybody likes out there. But, uh, yeah, I think it goes back to that uh, 
people being anonymous or thinking they're anonymous. They're not on the internet, even when it's their Facebook and it's among their friends. So, yeah, you're not necessarily anonymous, but it almost comes back to what you were saying about the newscaster with the very kind of uh, weird voluptuous email. body. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, the email. Well, I, yeah, I was going to say kind of rude. <laughs> Email, there's, yeah. you know, anywhere you look on the Internet, there's trolls that are yeah. just trying to get a rise out of people or just are not nice people. But, you know, it's, this is going past that. Yeah, I think we see those. That... But I'm seeing people that I've known a lifetime. I've seen mm. people that I'm very close to and I know that they have pol- different political views than I do. And that's OK. But I see what they're liking and I am shocked yeah. And it's it's not just here's my political opinion. I think you're wrong. It's vulgar and well, it's um, not something that decent. And, you know, who's going to say what's decent and what's not decent? I guess. It, but it's that gives you some ugly. insight into it. It does. <laughs> their it mind. doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, I know that this person doesn't would never look at somebody in the face and say these things. And because they chuckle and they like it. But it kind of goes to that newscaster thing. Um, and bullying is that. If you don't have respect, at least respect for somebody else, how do you expect anyone to have respect for you? And it also shows a lack of respect for yourself. And so I just want to kind of put it out there, you know, have views. You know, I've liked a whole bunch of probably really kind of stuff that people would look at and go, she's weird. And that's okay. But I don't think I've ever liked anything that you know, calls somebody else stupid or calls, you know, somebody else mean, you know, mean, it's just mean. It's just, we have fear. We have this license that free speech means that we can be mean. And um, I just don't think that's right. So I encourage folks out there to remember that we've got kids that are on Facebook um, and that we've also got a younger generation. Our Gen Zs are turning 10, 11, and 12 years old, and they're hitting that point in their life uh, where they're going into high school and the cliques are forming. And this is really an important time for us to be role models, and speaking of role models, and really walk the talk uh, when it comes to respecting and having different opinions, but finding a way to talk about the differences of opinions mm-hmm. and a way to share knowledge and not talk about differences of opinion as a way to be better than or differentiate or divisive or argue or make someone else. We certainly, if we had that with our kids, we'd put a stop to that in a heartbeat. So why are we allowing this and sitting by um, when adults are bullying each other like this, it's just um, not it's just need people to be aware. And I don't know what we do about it necessarily. You can always unfriend. You can always unfriend. But I don't think that's the answer either. <laughs> Probably not. I think that at some point in time, there's got to be a tide that comes in and says, we're going to flood the airwaves with positivity. Maybe that's it. Who knows? I guess we can all do that as individuals, right? Yes, exactly. Take the individual responsibility. So, and Crowd I know there's the a stuff. there's a couple of times that I've gone on Facebook and said, "Okay, I'm calling all my Republican friends and all my Democratic friends. Here's the issue. I see both sides. Let's have a conversation about it." And I'll get a few folks engaged in a dialogue about it, but it's not nearly as you know like and that as people that are you know, really one way or really the other way, and they get hundreds of likes. So I think that we need to walk the talk a little bit out there. That's enough of my soapbox sermon. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Set Her Free. This is a nonprofit organization about trafficking and slavery, but it's about hope and renewal. And uh, I'm so excited to talk about this topic. Come back to Walk the Talk with Kim. Thanks for listening. You know, I got it. All I'm asking 
Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and with my wife, Michelle, we're local residents just like you who have a passion to help those who have been harmed or wronged in our communities. If you have a personal injury from a car crash or a property hazard, an industrial injury, a defective product, or nursing home neglect issue, the Pearson Law Firm can help you anywhere, anytime. Contact us today for a free case evaluation at 1-800-423-8473. That number again is 1-800-423-8473. Or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Mountside Gymnastics Academy is now open in North Bend, offering gymnastics classes and summer camps to get your little ones and big ones moving this spring and summer. From recreation classes to competitive team, they have the gymnastics scene covered in the valley. Visit them online at www.mountsidegymnasticsacademy.com or call 425-292-3152. Get your kids flipping and twisting into summer. Remember the pink tow truck? It was a Seattle icon. But did you know the mastermind behind the marketing was also one of Seattle's successful entrepreneurs? Learn life lessons from Ed Lincoln by reading his new autobiography, Life Through the Rearview Mirror. Available at area bookstores and online, go to walkthetalkwithkim.com and click on the link. Have you heard the phrase, the beatings will continue until morale improves? To organizations, employees are the biggest assets and biggest fans. If they're not feeling heard or appreciated, the bottom line will suffer. For mission-driven organizations, the reliance on employees and managers to rally around the core messaging is critical for success. At Walk the Talk for Success, we provide leadership best practices, education, and communication strategies for mission-driven organizations. Whether you're a business of one, middle manager, or leader in a large company or nonprofit, our experiential workshops and focused on organizational psychology will assist you in achieving success with your messaging and vision. Call for a free consultation today, 425-888-9790, or check us out at www.walkthetalkwithkim.com. Walk the Talk for Success, achieving your message through understanding human behavior. Radio for your body, mind, and spirit. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. I'm sitting down now. I was standing up that whole first episode, so now I'm sitting down and taking a deep breath. It's all good. It's a wonderful thing about having a radio show. I have an opportunity to just espouse my thought process out there. But uh, I want to let someone else espouse about something that they're really passionate about. And I want to welcome, well, first of all, we didn't say hi yet this morning to Lindsay, this morning, this afternoon, to Lindsay. How you doing, Lindsay? I'm exhausted, but I'm good. Yeah, that's what you're telling. So you're going to school and you got all these things going on Mm -hmm. and you're scheduling us for the show and doing all this kinds of stuff and you are training for Mm -hmm. this little run thing Eh, just a little run how close are you to run distance or my fundraising both uh run distance i'm gonna run six miles on saturday and i am 765 dollars away from my goal right now 760 dollars left to raise by the end of the month uh yeah Wow. Congratulations. Woo. 
Um, that is so awesome. I'm so proud of you. So where can folks go to donate? And this is for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Mm-hmm. And this is Team Challenge. Yep. And you can go where to donate. Go check out Walk the Talk with Kim on Facebook. I've posted my link up there a couple of times. Good. And we'll post it again. Okay. All right. Thanks, Lindsay. And so uh, I'll go back. Uh, We have Abby White on with us, and uh, she is with an organization called Set Her Free. And this organization, I'm going to have her tell uh, all about it, but um, we've got an epidemic going on in this country and around the world as it relates to women in sex trafficking. And uh, it is very, very easy to get caught up in the statistics and um, really feel terrible for these women. Um, But what's great about this organization is uh, this is about healing and this is about um, salvation. And it, it really is about engaging and in getting people back to hope. And uh, that's really, really exciting. So I'm really happy to welcome Abby White to the show today. Welcome, Abby. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? I'm great. How could you not be great on a day like today? It's, it's incredible. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. So I have to admit, I, I know Abby, but I know Abby's mother and sister very well. <laughs> um, her sister, in fact, we're going to have to get some information about Encompass's gala coming up. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll share that on the next break. Um, but you come from a family of do getters. And so I'm just so <laughs> excited. But your family keeps telling me that you're the ultimate do-getter of the family. So uh, yeah, I, I that's do what, what I, I can. I do what I can. Ah, the humility. No. <laughs> um, so what got you into this? Or Well, first of all, tell us what this organization is, Set Her Free, and then how you got involved. Okay. Uh, so Set Her Free is an organization that's been around for just a couple years uh, in terms of nonprofit. It's very baby. Um It started with Rabina, who lives in Uganda, uh, kind of accidentally getting somebody out of a human trafficking uh, situation, and she just decided, I can do this. So uh, that's where it all started, and uh, Set Her Free is an organization that takes girls out of uh, prostitution in Uganda and other forms of human trafficking, and once... They are out, set her free, provides safe house, uh, medical, um, education, and counseling, and basically rehabilitates. And uh, their primary goal is to give girls hope and to show them that they were created for so much more than this and to give them self-worth. And what was about this organization that, out of all the organizations, what was it that called you for it's, this one? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, I had a friend go to Uganda and uh, kind of hooked me up with Rabina. And then um, when I found out that she had sort of started this organization, I emailed the lady who works in the U.S. for Set Her Free and just said, um, I think this is a really cool opportunity. How can I get involved? And she said, oh, great. I'll send you some jewelry. Just sell it. And it was just like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll just you want to be involved? Then. Here you go. Yeah. That sounds like a perfect person to run a nonprofit. It was just like done. <laughs> and it was hilarious because, you know, I got a I got a big box of jewelry and it was just it was simple. You know, it's just sell the jewelry and 100 yeah. percent of the proceeds go back to the women. And it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at this jewelry right now. And if you go to. The Facebook page for Walk the Talk with Kim. Um, I just posted a picture of what I'm looking at. So um, with the power of radio combined with social media, you can actually see what I'm about to talk about. Can you imagine? (laughs) Except for if you're driving, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait. You can look at it later. Um, But these are like 
paper and, and beaded kinds of jewelry. They're just absolutely beautiful. And um, they are hand-rolled and put together by the women. Yeah, by these women that have been taken out and... Um, when they um, when they when they're taken out and put in safe houses, this is um, something that they do just so that they can, you know, not be on the streets or whatever. This is a stepping stone. And how old are these women? So in in places like Africa and Thailand, Cambodia, the target age for um, girls in the sex trafficking arena is between ten and twelve years old. Um, it's absolutely tragic. Uh, these girls um, are sometimes uh, bought, they're, they're kidnapped, they're tricked. People will come into villages and say, oh, we'll take your daughters, they'll work, you know, over in different countries, and then we'll send, you know, she'll send the money back to your family. And so these families willingly let their daughters go thinking that they're doing something for, you know, to help the entire family. And it's, it's a big lie. And so these girls get sucked into this life of abuse and torture and misery. And there are so many organizations out there that are trying to, you know, be the change that you want to see. And Set Her Free is one of those organizations that is just not okay with it. And so we're doing what we can. So how do they find, you said she accidentally. (laughs) Yeah. How how do they find, I mean, is there an underground organization that snags these girls out from where they are? Do they have to leave on their own? Or how, how do the girls find help well um with the the first girl that rubina um rescued uh it was a a friend of a friend her friend just said my my friend is is trapped in this life and uh, i don't know what to do and um you know it's honestly not that hard to find these women Mm. it's um pretty common uh Human trafficking, um, well, there's more slaves in the world today than there's ever been. And human trafficking and prostitution specifically has rapidly become the second biggest criminal industry in the world. Mm. It brings in billions and billions of dollars a year. And there's places in Thailand and Africa and Asia that, um, you know, there's entire strips where these women are lined up and that you just go and you you take the one that you want. Mm. It's just like shopping. That's disgusting. My daughter is 10 years old, and I can't even imagine. That's what I was just thinking. That's Gia's age. Yeah, I can't even imagine. And these poor families, I'm sure what they're hoping or what they want to believe is that someone is coming and is going to give their child a better life. Yeah. And the horror. Do they get reunited with their families? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Um, A lot of these girls, um, um, AIDS orphans, are a huge target because they have no links. Right. So um, if they have links, absolutely, there's a a reconnection that um, hopefully takes place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We uh, have had on the show um, uh, several times um, uh, people that have gone to Africa, Mm -hmm. um, specifically well building and um, also orphanages and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, we know that AIDS is still a huge, huge problem in Africa. Um, and I can't imagine that this is helping the problem, that these kids are orphans to begin with, and then now they're in the sex trade. How many of them are suffering? Do you know? Do you have any idea of how many of them are um, testing positive, if they even test? Well, the... AIDS epidemic has just skyrocketed. And um, it started back um, years and years ago. The government was spreading rumors like 
Um, if you have AIDS and you sleep with a virgin, it'll be cured. Mm. And so that's one way that it just went, it it just exploded. Um, The majority of uh, kids, I I can't even say the majority, a lot of them have AIDS. I I would guess 50 to 60 percent. Horrible. Yeah. And so with this organization, though, they have an opportunity to raise money Mm -hmm. and then they go to school and yeah, are able to hopefully lead some sort of productive life. Exactly, exactly. And um, like I said, the jewelry is just a stepping stone and gets um, the, the organization the money that they need to house the women and clothe them and um, kind of put them back on track. And then uh, we, we, we try to work with um, different um, places to teach them trades so that they can actually do something for themselves. Mm-hmm. And what, what kinds of things are they learning? So um, a lot of actually this goes really well, jewelry and um, any sort of craft that they can make with their hands that sells pretty much anywhere. And, you know, everybody that I show this jewelry to is just so excited about it. I know you you shouldn't have brought this this because I I can't concentrate on actually having a radio show. And I feel like I'm shopping at the same time. I'm about ready to smack that one right out of Lindsay's hand, too, because I know she's coveting the one that I want. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to buy it. It's beautiful. So how, how do people um, look at what you have? I mean, how, where do they go to retail stores? I mean, how I do they? Wish. Um, I wish. I'm trying right now to figure out different sorts of, of venues. You can always go to the website and shop online, um, setherfree.org. And you um, when you go to the website, you can, you can look at the different jewelry that we have. Obviously, there are no two pieces that are exactly the same, which I find really cool as well. But while you're on the website, you can can also donate there if you're not interested in the jewelry and my personal favorite is you can sponsor a girl you can you can uh, actually send money and um, actually send letters and get pictures and stuff a girl that has been taken out of human trafficking and um, support her Excellent. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this epidemic of human trafficking. I had no idea it was the second. That's horrible. Um, But please do go to the website, uh, walkthetalkwithkim.com. You can also go to our Facebook page and you can check out the jewelry. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson. And since 1977... We at the Pearson Law Firm have guided individuals and their families through the legal process to seek justice and restitution in insurance disputes and personal injury claims. At the Pearson Law Firm, we work hard to secure justice in civil matters with a network of resources, a wealth of experience, and a compassionate attitude. That's the Pearson Promise. Contact us at 1-800-423-8473. That's 1-800-423-8473 for a free case evaluation. Or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Hello, I'm Eric Krima, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com to fill out the 2012 KKNW Listener Survey. Your responses help us shape KKNW to your listening needs. Just by filling out the survey, you'll be entered to win a trip for two to beautiful Victoria, B.C. Complete contest details and your opportunity to help shape this station can be found at 1150kknw.com. 
Remember the pink tow truck? It was a Seattle icon. But did you know the mastermind behind the marketing was also one of Seattle's successful entrepreneurs? Learn life lessons from Ed Lincoln by reading his new autobiography, Life Through the Rearview Mirror. Available at area bookstores and online, go to walkthetalkwithkim.com and click on the link. Are you stuck? Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreak havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425-888-9790. Alternative Talk 1150 is on the interwebs. Dial us up at 1150kknw.com. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Welcome back. We are talking about an organization called Set Her Free. It's a nonprofit organization that works with young girls that are formerly or were formerly enslaved by the sex trades. And um, Abby is with us. She's Abby White with Set Her Free. And she uh, was sharing with us on the break the numbers, the staggering numbers. What were those again? So, uh, like I said before, Human trafficking has rapidly become the second largest criminal industry in the world and brings over uh, $362 billion every year. And um, there are more slaves in the world today than there's ever been. There's roughly about 30 million slaves in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. It's staggering. Yeah. It's staggering. Mm-hmm. And this is worldwide. I know at one point we had, um, oh, man, I'm drawing a complete blank. One of the very first shows I did over two years ago, we had someone that talked about um, sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And that in the United States, the Super Bowl, believe it or not, the Super Bowl season mm-hmm. um, was we, we, we see a spike every year in sex slavery here in the United States. We're not even talking it. It's just. Yeah. Blah. And this is yeah, it, it affects everybody. It's not it's not something that's, you know, just over in Africa, Seattle, Portland, mm, huge huge places for human trafficking. Mm. Unfortunately. Oh. It's run under our noses. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible, but this is an organization that gives them um, an opportunity, and it's not just a total charity. They're they're earning their own. Mm-hmm. They're you know, and so it's it's giving them something actually to do. Mm-hmm. Great. And so the name of the organization is uh, setherfree dot org. And um, what's your plans? Are you mm-hmm. going to go to Uganda soon? I am really hoping to. I, I was actually looking at going to Uganda in January. Um, Robin Nestler, who works stateside, uh, goes there a couple times a year, and she's taking some interns with. There and she invited me to go. I'm just hoping I can get my ducks in a row. You have to raise funding for that? Yeah. So yeah. Um, how can someone help you if they want to see you go? Oh, gosh. Um, they can um, email me. <laughs> yeah, you can email me, go to the website, and you can get some information um, through the website. There's also a website um, that we have for uh, funding that goes directly, um, that gets there quicker. It's called GoFundMe. And um, recently in Uganda, one of the safe houses burnt down. Oh. And so they're trying to raise $5,000 to get the girls' clothes and mattresses and back and to build a new safe house. So that's another opportunity. And you can go to that GoFundMe site. 
website through the setherfree.org website. And how long have you been working with this organization? <laughs> Five months. Five months. Yeah. Oh, so you're at least, but this is what you want to do. This, this is, is what I want to do. Stuff. Yeah, I have a, I, I've, uh, for years now, I've wanted to go to Uganda specifically. And um, I've wanted to work with girls that have been um, abused and um I believe that everybody is created for a purpose. I believe that everybody has something specifically in their life that they were made to do. And this is what I believe I'm made to do. And so, you know, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, do it. You know, you're not going to be satisfied until you're doing it. And this is this is my passion. This is what I'm about. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Thank you. You know, we talk about this on the show and what we want to do and what we should do. You're in alignment. We're intrinsically motivated. So it sounds like you found your intrinsic motivation. Yes. <laughs> so um, I was, as I was talking a little earlier about uh, Facebook and, you know, the, all the positive things that we see on Facebook mm-hmm. and yet all the negative things on Facebook. Um, do you have the similar experience that I was talking Completely. about? Completely. Yeah. It's, you know... I, I'm a I'm a Facebooker in that I, I go on there every day, but I don't post a lot. Um, and when I do post, I try really hard to keep it positive because there's just too much negative out there. You don't you don't need anything else bringing you down. And um, I think that uh, you know if we were all just posting a little bit more on the hey look at how gorgeous it is today instead of I don't feel good today I think that we'd all probably be in a little bit better mood <laughs> how do you feel about p- people fo- posting pictures of their food of their dinner that makes me crazy it makes me nuts why are they doing that <laughs> it never looks as good on camera no what do you think Lindsay have you ever looked at what somebody was eating and go oh I want that no <laughs> No, I haven't. I don't get it either. I feel bad for all the I people that are posting. The time. You post your food. Well, and I do that you take on a, occasion, but, go, but I see go, other people's sandwich and I go, wow, that looks great. Okay. Now I'm starving. Maybe it's a guy huh? thing. I, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I I don't get it. And if you made something yourself, you want to show it off. That you know, it's I like, get. oh, look, uh, all this effort I put into it. Now I'm going to woof it. Save it for the ages, you know? That's right. That <laughs> I get. And I've done that. But I have people consistently, and I'm sorry if you're out there listening, I love you dearly, but they take a picture of what they're having for dinner every day, and um, I don't understand because it doesn't look as good. That is a little obsessive, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't look as good, I'm sure that it feels. Frustrated food bloggers, I think. Sure. Unless you're taking a picture of something that has bacon in it, then by all means, post away. Yeah. I mean, that, that bacon works anything, for me. Everywhere. That works for me. So I was reading um, on this... Um, pamphlet that you have here for Set Her Free. So this is a international organization. It's all across the country. So yeah, the um, we have uh, Robin is the one that I got into contact with. She lives in New Jersey. Uh-huh. And then um, I'm obviously here doing whatever I can. And then uh, Rabina is in Uganda doing her thing. This is Rabina? Yeah. A picture of Rabina. Isn't she cute? She is adorable. <laughs> you, you, none of you can see it because we're on the radio, but um, you can, I'm sure go see her picture on setterfree.com. But they talk about this uh, girl named Aisha, and she's 12 years old. And I just want to read this to you so that you can kind of get a feeling for or what these um, what these girls are going through. Um, her father died. She was taken by her auntie. Um, who owns a food and bar joint in the slums of Bowes. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. She works full-time, 
At 5 a.m., she would prepare porridge and run to serve food to uh, the men of the brothels. The men forced her to run back and forth to fetch salt, water, etc. After lunch, she would begin preparing dinner, and then she would serve customers at nighttime. And then she would work into the bar until after midnight and go to sleep around 5 or 3 a.m. So that's about two hours worth of uh, sleep. And she doesn't go to school because she needs to run the bar. And uh, so set her free, um, gave her a place to live, and now she's getting an education. And um, it says that she is able to be a child again and feels loved by the set her free community. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, and that that was, um, you know, that's an example of human trafficking in in terms of work and exploitation. Um, If she had stayed in that atmosphere, who knows what would have happened. But Mm -hmm. luckily... Set her free was able to get in there and snatch her out before. Interesting. Yeah. And so one of the things that I kind of wanted to bring up, I'll get a little controversial here, mm. is Rabina, um, she's a woman mm-hmm. and she's starting this organization. Mm-hmm. How come we don't see men as much? Um, is that true? Pretty true in, in Uganda that there's a women that are really jumping on board with us or is it really gender neutral? Well, um, a lot of the organizations that I've seen here are extremely gender gender neutral. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I met with a a man uh, named Phil a couple years ago that had um, has been working with an organization and a lot of men worked in that. And I think, you know, in Uganda, it's just um, I don't know that the and I'm not saying this for sure. I just, I don't know that the men necessarily care, you, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not, it's, it's They've not. Got, I'm sure I, I can imagine that the society in and of itself is operating at a pretty low <clears throat> safety level, mm-hmm. um, at, at a pretty low physical level because there is so much illness and right. disease. It doesn't sound like even being a boy, it's a great place to, it's not, to grow up. It's not. And I mean, there's, there's, um, organizations like, um, the, the Lord's Resistance Army that, um, I'm sure a lot of people know about that, um, you know. Is that Coney? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So even boys would, you know, they would go into villages at night and take the girls to be sex slaves, but they would take the boys to be child warriors and, you know, give them a gun at 12, 10, 12 years old and teach them how to, you know, assassinate people. Mm-hmm. So Sometimes their family. Sometimes their family. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's just, it's a really dark place and, um, I, I don't know that it's necessarily that men don't care. It's just, you, you know, they have other things going on. They're trying or, to survive. Yeah. Is there hope for Uganda? Absolutely. Do you think, do you feel that there is? I feel that there is, yes, absolutely. Because as long as there are people who are willing to listen and willing to do something, there's always going to be hope. And no matter what it is, no matter how big, you know, there's a there's a story of um, – a little boy was on a beach, and there was all of these sea stars. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard this story. But there's all these sea stars, and the little boy is going along, and he's taking the sea stars, and he's throwing them back in the ocean. And then this guy comes along, and he's like, what are you doing? You're not going to be able to save them all. But then the little boy takes a step and you know, grabs another starfish, throws it back into the ocean, and says, well, I made a difference for that one. Mm. And that, I, for some reason, that story has stuck with me for a long time because even if we are able to take out one girl, it's going to make a difference to her and it's going to change who knows what. Mm-hmm. There has to be hope and there has to be the idea and the promise that things will get better as long as people are willing to take action, even if it's, you know, 
going on GoFundMe and, you know, saying, I'll give you $10. Cool. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It's one step at a time. It's one dollar at a time. And you're saving one life at a time. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to look at it. Absolutely. Um, I know that they've done market research for nonprofit organizations, and they show that people will donate and get involved if they can identify with one person. But if you show a whole picture of the problem, mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at $362 billion in money and $30 million faces that mm-hmm. are out there, it's mm-hmm. so overwhelming. What can I do? Mm-hmm. But I think that, that you're absolutely right. Um, and, and I think we can look that in all kinds of different aspects of our own lives is – your drop in the bucket might not mean anything to the whole global, mm-hmm. but the whole global doing one drop in the bucket is going to change everything. Exactly. And so what is it that we can do in our own lives that we're missing that can be that one drop in the bucket? And you don't know. I mean, the person that you're helping today, um, she could give birth to the next president of Uganda, or she could be um, a person that... Uh, is in a certain circumstance or situation that she can save 10 others. And we never know. You just don't know. And so if you go into it expecting this outcome, um, then it it becomes too overwhelming. But if you go into it just knowing it's the right thing to do for somebody, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. That feels better to me. Absolutely. It's not as daunting. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. We're going to take another little break here. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up. And um, I suggest that you, none of you are getting anything that's in the studio today because I think I'm taking it off. But um, (laughs) you have more and more. And we'll uh, we'll tell you again how you can get that and how you can get involved and uh, hopefully help Abby get there to Uganda as well. Mm -hmm. Hi, this is Jerry Pearson, and along with my wife, Michelle Pearson, we're at the Pearson Law Firm, where we're called lawyers. But the truth is, we're really fathers and mothers and a family, a family of people who are members of a community where we are committed to preventing harm and protecting others, to enforcing rules that enhance our lives and take care of our families. That's what we do. That's who we are. At the Pearson Law Firm, you can call for a free case evaluation by calling one 800 423 8473. We work with colleagues. We collaborate. We're committed to expertise and resources and making them available to members of our community. Call us at 1-800-423-8473 or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com. Hello, I'm Eric Krima, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com to fill out the 2012 KKNW Listener Survey. Your responses help us shape KKNW to your listening needs. Just by filling out the survey, you'll be entered to win a trip for two to beautiful Victoria, B.C. Complete contest details and your opportunity to help shape this station can be found at 1150kknw.com. Does your organization crave new ideas? ThinkShop can help. For 16 years, ThinkShop has inspired creative thinking at Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and nonprofits. We help you imagine new offerings, strategies, or ways of doing business. Our proven processes and engaging workshops deliver powerful results. Learn more at thinkshop.com. Are you stuck? Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? 
Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreak havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425-888-9790. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Welcome back. Hey, we're making deals on uh, on uh, <laughs> on the commercial break here. We're talking about how we can get this stuff on a website so that people can go in and, and order these things. Um, you can do that on setherfree.com, mm-hmm. but yeah. not specific pieces of jewelry, right? Right. Okay. So that's what we kind of want to do is figure out how we would do specific pieces or, you know, so that people can order stuff and then we'll have it sent to you. We're figuring it out. Yes, Stay we tuned. Are. We've got more coming. <laughs> uh, but definitely want to help where we can. That's my little drop in the bucket. You know, yeah. if I can help make that happen and it helps your organization, that's walking the talk. That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. So I encourage other folks to think the same of how we can help each other out there. Please. Yay. Um, Well, I wanted to also let folks know uh, a couple of events that are coming up Uh, on the 18th of October. uh, We are doing another generational shift in the workplace event, and it's from nine until noon in Issaquah. And we're going to be talking about the generational shift. Most of you may or may not know that by 2014, millennials will outnumber the boomers in the workplace, and that more than 60% of organizations are acknowledging and working on plans to alleviate generational conflict. And so we're thinking the millennials are coming up. It's not that big of a deal. They'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, unfortunately, we're finding fast and faster that's actually not working as well as we had hoped and it's not um, any one person's fault it's just a shift and it happened when the baby boomers came in and uh, kind of swept over corporate America and created businesses and a lot of disruption um, not so much with the Gen Xers because we were such a small generation that we kind of fit in um, right in where there were vacancies but the millennials are coming in with completely different brain chemistry with different ideas um, with different um, values and with different perspectives and there's a a whole host of reasons for that, but it can create problems in the work environment. And so uh, Generations in the Workforce identifies why we have these differences in how we see the world, what those differences are, generically speaking, and some really great ideas on how we can address some of these shifts and challenges. And actually, I'll give you a hint. It's all about dialectic conversations. It's all about understanding where each other is coming from, but it's also about giving and empowering um, the different generations to solve problems in very, very unique ways. And uh, I've been doing this presentation uh, a few times now, and every time I get something really great out of it, I'm, I love teaching it. And I think the people that actually attend the class are really getting a lot out of it as well. And I'm really actually being hired to do this presentation in other organizations. So it's starting to kind of take off. Yay. So I suggest if you want to go, come while it's still cheap. <laughs> Before I start charging, and I'm in the leg for it. But uh, right now, if you go to the website, walk the talk with, no, sorry, workforceevolution.com and go to the generational shift in the workplace and uh, use the promo code CHAMBER, you can get a 10% discount and it's only $45. And again, that's on the 18th. And then on the 
30th. Um, for those of you that are in sales or you have sales teams, I have a psychology of the sale coming on October 30th. And there we're going to talk a little bit about dialectic conversation as well, but we're going to do that in the guise of sales. And it's going to be a little bit more of exploring our own way that we come across to others, how people perceive us, but also um, how we can create trusting and warm environments for people that feel comfortable to do business with you. That's what it's all about. There's a couple of different ways that you can do sales. You can do it out of fear and intimidation, or you can do it out of trust and love as long as it's authentic. And so we'll talk about that and the psychology of the sale. We're going to go into the science of what fear, ambiguity, and stress does to us. We're going to talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and where buying decisions are really made at each of those different levels and how you can um, uh, project yourself in the right way, depending on what you're trying to sell. If you're a nonprofit organization trying to raise money, if you're a sales organization or even an entrepreneur, um, this class is great for you. So you can get that information at workforceevolution.com. And that one's under psychology of the sale. And that one, again, if you use promo code chamber for the Issaquah Chamber as our sponsor this month, uh, you can get 10% off that one as well. And so we'd love to see some Walk the Talk listeners come to these classes. I love doing them. In fact, I just started a new cohort class last night, too. Uh, and that's the cohort program I've talked about on the show before. That one's going strong <clears throat> as well. So if any of you want to hear more information on that, you can go to WorkforceEvolution.com or you can call me at 425-888-9790. Again, 425 425- Eight 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 nine seven nine zero, and I do go to organizations and do presentations as well. In fact, um, I have one coming up for a Swedish hospital. I'm going in Ooh. to talk to bariatric patients about getting unstuck. Wow. So that is going to be pretty exciting. That's uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend. I got more more coming, but I thought that one was kind of fun because I get to talk with people about what you should do versus what you want to do. We talked a little bit about intrinsic motivation with Abby. And uh, when you're talking about weight and weight issues, um, what you want to do and what you should do is the constant bane of the existence of any dieter. And I can <laughs> say that because I'm there, baby. Um, but uh, anyway... We'll talk about that a little bit more. So, Abby, um, tell us again how we can get a hold of you and can find out more uh, about your organization as well as get some of the jewelry. Definitely. So if you go to setherfree.org, you can donate there. You can sponsor a girl. You can shop online uh, for the jewelry. Um, and uh, you can get in contact with other people that work for the organization if you're interested in getting involved in uh, maybe hosting a jewelry show or uh, maybe going to Uganda, whatever you want, you know, go ahead and go to the website and you can, there's tons of ways to get involved. And, you know, just there's so many organizations around the world that are doing incredible, incredible things. And, you know, it would be awesome for you to come work with Set Her Free, but they're domestic um organizations here in the Seattle area and Issaquah Bellevue that are doing um, all that they can against the fight for uh, human trafficking as well. So just get involved. Take one step and you won't be sorry. Where are some of you just kind of mentioned it there, but can you go into more detail? What are some of the things that you need help with besides funding? Besides funding, uh, honestly, we just need to get information out to people. The majority of people have no idea what's going on in terms of human trafficking. They have no idea that there is this just nasty underbelly of um, criminal activity. And um, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that... um, 
just kind of turn, uh, you know, their their eyes away from it because it's well, unfortunately, it's extremely lucrative. So it's unfortunate that um, something like this is um, bringing in a lot of money, but making people aware of what's going on and just spreading the word of what organizations like Set Her Free are doing, it helps. You know, people get interested and they and they and then they get you know mad and they want to do something and that's awesome. Do it. Call me when you're mad. Yeah, call me when you're mad <laughs> and you want to change something. Yes. <laughs> and if you don't want to call Abby, call me when you're mad. That's and fine. I'll, I'll send you someplace, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't post it on Facebook. That's wasted effort. We don't need that. <laughs> yeah, and don't take pictures of your food unless you're really mad about that. And then call me and we'll talk about it because, you know, food, food is aggravating. I understand. I get it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Abby, for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, and I did want to do a little bit of plug for Encompass, which we are all very familiar with. Um, But they've got some great programs coming up that I know that they wanted me to tell you folks about. So I'm going to take a couple minutes to do that. They have a free parenting count counts workshop series that's coming to Swedish in Issaquah and these are on Monday evenings um, starting actually this last Monday Uh, but they have shows or shows they have uh, the classes and the workshops every Monday through October 22nd so if you go to encompassnw.org you can get more information on those parenting um, classes and they are wonderful I've heard really wonderful things about what Encompass is doing and for those of you that don't know, Encompass is an organization that's out of the Snoqualmie Valley, but they service uh, kids um, uh, underneath elementary school age um, throughout the area. And Encompass um, is an incredible organization uh, in terms of being very, very supportive and being the change that we all want to see in the Valley. And they've been on the show here before. Um, So if you're looking for some parenting classes or you know someone who should take parenting classes, let me know. Or don't let me know. Go to Encompass Northwest. And then uh, on October 6th, which is this coming Saturday and the 28th, there is a Helping the Behaviorally Challenged Child. It's a two-part workshop series, and it takes place Saturday mornings, October 6th and the 28th. And again, um, we've got an award-winning person. Um, She is the parent of a formerly challenged child and has been a professional trainer for 25 years. Her name is Sarah Gardner. And she's going to talk about difficult circumstances with kids, um, but how to um, get past meltdowns and tantrums and uh, or children who withdraw or lash out. And so this is taking place at Encompass in North Bend on Saturday, October 6th. It's a two-part series, and the other uh, series is on the 20th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And again, you can go to EncompassNorthwest.org. Did you have something that I'm missing? I just wanted to say I think Encompass is a phenomenal organization, and they've been servicing the Valley for over 46 years. 46 years! Yeah. That is just absolutely amazing. So we're going to close the show out today. Hopefully gave you a lot to think about. And I want to hear what you want to hear on the show. So if there's any organizations, nonprofit or otherwise, that you think need to shout out, if you see people out there that are being the change that we should be, we've got an event coming up October 14th. That week is Pay It Forward Week for Seattle Women in Business. So start thinking about what you can do in your community 
and go out there and look around. Maybe it's at your kid's school. Maybe it's with some friends. Maybe somebody's struggling with cancer and you want to help out there. Or maybe you just don't know what to do and you need some friends and you need to get out there and do something. Go take a walk. I'm sure that there's a lot of people doing some really great things, but go to walkthetalkwithkim.com. There's tons of organizations out there that can use your support. And please, if you don't do anything else, be nice to each other. <laughs> be nice on Facebook. Send me pictures of your food. I really, really real don't life. care. In real life. Be nice in real life, too, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> Hold the door open for somebody. It can change the day. Show so, someone your food in person. That's right. <laughs> Share your food with someone. Yes. Little things really, really do count. And best of all, take a deep breath. Enjoy the fall time and have a beautiful day. It's a beautiful